All right, so this is a uh, playlist on my YouTube channel, and I'm just going to let it play. For the best effect, I think it's best viewed on my channel, so I'll put a link to that. But for now, I'm just going to let it play. And it's a it's a playlist that I named, I titled it Lessons in Time Travel. And there's four total. And, and it kind of is like a summary of what I refer to as my time travel trajectory. So I'll just let it play. All right. So it's like another really big message coming through. But... Um, Interestingly enough, I don't have my phone today. I don't have my phone today because I let someone use it for today. And I will I will explain that later, but so I don't have my phone and I was kind of sitting here thinking like, okay, well, this must be a really important message because, you know, there's like obstruction coming through. So I'm like, I had to turn to an alternative method to record this and I will try to do the best I can to get it out but so yesterday I had posted a recording and I had titled it I think the vertical plane and then right after I had made that recording I actually did another one it was called the name of that one was time travel and so I posted it and then I started to feel uncomfortable about posting it you know it, it was like a really completely honest posting, but I felt like, well, you know, for other reasons, I felt like I, I should keep that information to myself for now. Although it was, it, it felt important for me to state that, I don't know, maybe I felt like to getting it out there helped me to liberate myself, you know, again, even more from the weight of other people's judgment and opinion. So I think that's the reason why I just speak really honestly, because when you have, when you no longer have secrets, people don't have anything over you at that point. It's like when it's, it's only when you're hiding and people know you're hiding that they feel like they can assert dominion over you and control. And once you relinquish that, they can't do that anymore. So I don't hide about anything. I, I literally refer to myself as an old book. I don't care. <laughs> like, you can say whatever the hell you want. You can think whatever the hell you want. Say whatever you want to say. I truly, <laughs> I don't give a F. Seriously. And it is truly liberating, not only to say that you don't care, but to really and truly, to the core of your soul, really and truly mean you really don't care what other people think about you or say their opinions simply don't matter and that is a beautiful feeling i feel weightless in fact so anyways having said that you know that's the reason why i put these honest recordings out there because i, I got so tired of living my life as a diminished person you know feeling the weight of other people's opinions and judgment and i allowed that to define me for many years of my life. And then once you liberate yourself from that anchor, you know, it's, it's you just want to just, it's so much of your life you want to explore because you realize that through the process of being weighted down by other people's judgment, it inhibited you from becoming the person you were meant to be. You know, so once you free yourself from those shackles, there's nothing that will make you put them back on. I don't care how persuasive it is. Like, I'm like, um, no. 
I look when people try to persuade me to do something that I already know I don't want to do. It feels like they're trying to drag me into a dungeon. That's what it feels like to me. It's like because they don't understand the weight of that space for you, so they might be approaching it as if this like it's like really light, fun thing. And in your mind, I'm like, you are trying to take me to the core of the trauma. Like, and and and, and, and I want to say, okay, I understand that a lot of people don't want to hear the, the depth of your pain. I get it. That's why I don't talk about it anymore to people that I don't trust with that information. But in, 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 in kind of like taking the approach of hear no evil, see no evil, I don't want to hear it, and they put on blinders, for people like me, I say, okay, I won't, I won't say anything. I, I, I truly do not share it my stories and information with people I know who have prone to stand in judgment. I just don't. I'd rather go in a different direction and deal with people that I don't have to say a word. They already know because they've had that experience. And I prefer that nonverbal communication where you can sense something and people can sense in you and everything just falls into place because you're, you're operating from a position of realness and transparency. And, and, you know, and authenticity, <laughs> had to put an A in there. So anyway, so I said that to say, so yesterday I posted a recording. It was deeply personal and it was true, but then I deleted. Wow. Okay. So I got cut off again. Another obstacle, the recording device on my computer only records in five minute increments. So I need to upgrade in order to be able to record for longer. But what I was going to say, I was talking about, you know, once you free yourself from those shackles, like nothing can drag you back to that place. Like people don't understand, like that's a really dark place for me. It's like you're trying to take me to the source of a trauma. Like, you know what I mean? And I know you don't know what that trauma is because I've never told you because you have not wanted to hear it. Okay, so I haven't shared it with you yet. I've said no to this invitation many times by this point. And I feel like the fact that that same invitation keeps is presented to me even after I have unequivocally, unequivocally said no many times, I feel is disrespectful. I feel like I get we don't believe in the same thing, but at this point, now I'm going to have to put my barriers up like you have had your blinders on for a really long time and i've done my best i've tried to respect that but at this point i don't want to dwell in any space where i have to a hide or b put on blinders and i don't even have to tell you what i get it we can meet on neutral ground i don't need to share the depth and detail of my reasons for why that situation is a trauma i get it we can operate on a different frequency. We can talk about other things. And I've tried my best to place that space, that space in particular, outside of the context of our relationship. But I keep getting asked to participate. And at this point, I don't want to say no again. I want you to not ask. You know what I mean? And I feel like the fact that this person continues to ask confirms to me that they have minimized, either they don't believe, or they've minimized something that I have repeatedly tried to tell them was a trauma for me. 
So when people, when things like that happen, I have to put you in my unsafe space. I have to, because I've said no so many times. Not on, and I, and, and, and at this point, I have to put my barriers up, because at that point, it's like to continue to ask me to participate in something that is traumatic for me is to me indicative of an unsafe space. And so I'm gonna just leave it at that. All right. So, all right. So that analysis kind of led to what I was talking about last night, which is, you know, um, last night I had made it in reference to garbage and ants. <laughs> garbage and ants, okay? And so I had, I had talked about something personal related to that reference but then today I had like a completely different like storyline associated with that and it's related to time travel uh, but since these recordings only last five minutes what I'm gonna do is I'm going to stop now and start a new one and I'm gonna make the connection between garbage and ants and time travel and I want to juxtapose like the personal story I was going to tell, or I did tell yesterday, with let's say the more, let's say universal, like the larger message today. That's what I want to talk about next. Okay, thank you for listening. All right, so let me say this about this whole time travel theme. So the message I'm getting is that, all right, so I have on my screen, like the front page of the New York, New York Times, and it says Zelensky asks Congress for help, semicolon. Biden details more aid, and the date today is March the 17th, 2022, 11, 19 a.m. So the message I'm getting is that, well, like if you ever watch like The Flash, you know, they were grounding themselves with the newspaper articles as well. You know, because it's like once once any time slippage occurs, it's like you're out of the box at that point. It's either you're either in time or out of time. So even if it's a little bit of slippage, you're out of time and you need something to ground you. So once you start this whole time travel exercise, that's why people use things like what's today's date? Like, let me see a newspaper from the day, because if you're going to be, you know, traveling all around the universe i mean you could wake up to any time and you need to know to ground yourself well where am i and so for me that's why i have this front page of this paper up you know for the day to say oh this is what's going on so now i know what information to pull in to this environment all right so when i have so this message today is was a little I mean, it's what, it was one of those messages that feels a little scary to receive because it's like what what the, the message that's coming in is so big and profound. You're like, okay, is that what's really meant by this message? And I don't know. I mean, it's like I'm doing my best to interpret the visuals and the energy that I'm sensing. But basically, to take that same garbage and ants reference that I made yesterday, that it, when I thought about it initially, it was like personal. But then today, the message I'm getting is like something really different. 
I mean, the message is more along the lines of like how we are viewed, like in terms of higher intelligences, other civilizations, other contact that may be occurring from their perspective. That's what we are. You know, it's like similar to how you literally might view an ant. You know, it's like a nuisance, especially when you think about the difference in size. You know, what they're doing at their level in their minds is something probably highly intelligent and sophisticated, you know, similar to humans. I mean, you know, this configuration we have here seems pretty advanced to us, you know, but you know, the message I'm getting is that that's such a limited perspective, you know, that that's sort of like the limited perspective, you know, and, the, and it, it explains the difference between like earth based humans and let's say humans based elsewhere <laughs> is that it's, it's such a naive view of the universe. It's like, no, there's a lot more out here. It's just that like you guys are no you don't know it yet. You're, you're, you're not aware of it yet because for you right now, it would probably like look and feel and sound terrifying. It would probably be really scary. Like if the number of civilizations that are nearby were to answer you back or to say anything, it would probably be really, really frightening to a lot of people, you know, but nevertheless, that, the fact that that can happen is like, it shouldn't even be a question. It's not meant to be a mysterious or scary thing. It's intended to be like factual. But the fact that so many people don't believe it is what makes it scary. But at some point it's like, well, like whose perspective needs to, to change here? Because for other civilizations, it is, it's, it's a really basic analysis, you know? And so, the question is, the message I'm getting, and part this this is part of the rationale that I'm getting for why these messages are so direct. Okay, I'm gonna start a new one. This is about to get out again. All right, so going back to why, like the urgency of this message, it's like, it's almost like the best way to describe who the communicators are. It's like, imagine it is like, you know, someone that knows you personally, who let's say technology advances to such a degree that let's say you could send back messages from beyond death. Let's say even if it, if, even if it started out to be uh, the, the image that's coming to mind is that Robert Redford movie, I'll have to find the name where they, he had technology where you could, you, you know, you could establish, you could see things and establish communication in a realm beyond, let's say, Earth. And it's inexplicable as to what it is. Let's say there's some information in, in, that can be exchanged there. So basically, let's say if if they discover that that's possible, and then they, as, you, as with technology, let's say it gets it more and more and more and more advanced, and let's say at some point you're able to reach back further and further and further into your ancestry, let's say, or, or lifeline or timeline, and pull out more and more and more and more information. And so what they're saying, it's like, so even if it were just like a millisecond, like imagine if the scenario that I described were true, like 
would you want that information to trickle out to your loved ones or would you want it to come like in a burst and bearing as much warning as possible? Like, which would you prefer? And so what they're saying is like, this message interpreting our status on earth as garbage and ants is intended as a wake up call. I mean, it's intended to be like, let's not make it a scary reception. Let's make this an actionable reception that we can do something about, you know, and let's say that those messages are coming from like your, your quote unquote future self, which, you know, represents yourself like out of time, like similar to like Dr. Strange, like think about it like that. Think about, you know, that your astral self you know, um, you know, just imagine that technology becomes so advanced that you're able to have communications like through the body, like the body's the anchor. But let's say your astral self and can communicate with another earth based human like there. And then therefore you establish communication with what I refer to as a distant communicator, which I know to be oneself. That's the only pathway that I feel authorized to talk about, because the communication I'm referring to looks a lot like the image you see in the Doctor Strange movie, which is there's two yous, <laughs> there's two yous, and one resides on another in another dimension, on another plane. But with work, you know, and learning, you can your astral self can communicate outside of time to an Earth-based human using your body as an anchor and an antenna and like a receptor and receiver, such that the body in between is rendered immobile during the time that communication between your astral self and then let's say your, you know, like a earth-based human, um, or, or almost like a, 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 a human that is perceived as living. I think it's maybe a better way. A, a human that can communicate to other humans at that time. Like when you see that person, they are perceived as living. You know what I mean? So it's not like you're you're not communicating with like a deceased person or a ghost or a spirit. You are communicating with a person you would regard as like, I know this person, like they're living. And so what the message I'm getting is that that's part of the verification and the, you know, authority. Like it has to, the circuit has to be that closed in order for it that type of communication to occur. Okay, all right, thank you. Thanks for listening.